All right, welcome to Retro Roundtable. This is going to be a podcast where we take a look at some of the world's best and worst uh, retro games, and we're going to give you our honest opinion and kind of a background as to uh, how the games came to be, a little bit of info about them, and what our takes are on these games. Uh, I am joined with my brother here, Vishra. What up? And... Yeah, we're going to go ahead and dive right in. Yeah, so this will just be our, I guess, episode zero, just kind of going over what we plan to do with this podcast and and just kind of have fun with it. Um, I guess we can start out by talking about how we got into video games. Because um, we've both been playing video games. We're both in our, our 30s, and we've been playing since we've been, you know, we were little kids. And... So let's start off with you. What's your first memory of of playing a video game? Funny enough, my first memory of playing a video game is actually with you. Um, I remember when we were, I think I was like two or three years old. I had to be like three or four. And uh, I remember um, playing the Super Nintendo, playing Mortal Kombat. And I remember you would always spam Liu Kang's bicycle kicks. (laughs) Just beat the shit out of me, and it would piss me off. I remember mom getting so mad at us because I'd just be screaming at you. That's you that's know any more moves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, for me, I mean, I'm what six hours? Six hours? I'm six hours older. I'm six years older than you, right? So, yeah. My first memory was. Um, I came home from school or or something. I was maybe four or five. So I guess I wouldn't be back in school, but my, my grandfather was in his room and he was, you know, he had a recliner in there. And so when I'd walk by his room, he was always like watching TV. So one time I saw he was sitting on the edge of the bed and I'm like, Oh, he must be watching something like interesting. So I popped in there and he's playing on the NES. And so he was playing final fantasy one. And so every day, um, I would watch him play like start to finish on this game and he wouldn't let me play. Cause you know, back in those days you had one save file. So it's like, no, you can't play cause you're going to fuck up my save. Um, so I would sit there and just watch him play. And then when he finally beat it, he just gave it to me and I, I played through final fantasy. And then I started going to, uh, uh what was it? Blockbuster video. Like every weekend I got to rent a game and so I played so many games, like good games, shit games, everything. And that's just kind of how I started with video games. I don't think I got a Super Nintendo until, man, probably when I was like 9 or 10 or something. Yeah, you had to have been like 8 or 9 because that's when I was there. Yeah. Man, fucking Blockbuster, dude. Way to show your age. Bro. Dude, I still carry my Blockbuster card. <laughs> I legit have it in my wallet right now. When I go to a bar and they card me, I just show them that, and they're like, "You're good, man." <laughs> yeah, I uh, I remember uh, Grandpa. I remember watching him uh, play. Um, I believe it was the first Legend of Zelda. Yeah, or I think it was just called Zelda, uh, or 
something like the that. The Legend of Zelda. But he used to, yeah, he, he used to play that all the time, and then he'd play uh, it was like SimCity 2000. These were all like super old, like NES games. And at the time I was watching him do this, I think I was like 15, 16 years old. So this was back in like 2007, 2008. This dude's just playing on this old school console, just getting into it. It was crazy. Yeah. And just to paint a picture for everybody else, like our grandfather was this, you know, grumpy old man. He was just such a burly, like manly man. And just to see him sit there and play video games was hilarious almost. It kind of like, humanized this monster of a man <laughs> right exactly um yeah and he always played pipe dream do you remember that game yep that was like his yep. favorite game of 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 all time in pipe dream it was just this puzzle game where you had like point a to point b and you had to play place down these different shaped pipes and then once the the flow started coming you have to direct it to you know from point a to point b it was it was dumb, but it was like relaxing. But yeah, it was his favorite game. Oh, yeah, it was the first like official like puzzle game, I think, for its time. You know, I mean, yeah, like Tetris and stuff, but it was the first of its kind. Yeah, I played the shit out of that game because we didn't have a lot of games then. I, we had Final Fantasy, Zelda, Pipe Dream, and like Mario Brothers. And so I, you yeah. know, before I started going to Blockbuster, I was just limited to those like four or five games and I just played the shit out of them. Yeah. Um, what is your, what like favorite like genre of game? So like a shooter RPG or whatever. Well, it depends on what we're talking about. If we're talking about like old school game, like NES, SNES game. Um, my favorite's gotta be like the platformer games. So like altered beast, Contra, things like that. Um, I didn't get into RPGs like final fantasy and stuff like that well until like after high school so i would say all in all probably platformer games yeah the old school platformers were fun now like yeah even the new ones they have some you know new more modern elements to it that make it fun but some of the old school ones they're just like when you go back to play them they're just not forgiving at all like you have to have your timing right you god they were fucking hard (laughs) i play some of them now and i'm like how did i get through this as a kid Right, yeah, I was. I remember, uh, you know, I was doing the playthrough for Contra, and I remember thinking, like, I played this when I was like seven years old, and I got a lot farther than this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I somehow I got it. dumber over time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I've beaten a lot of these games when I was a kid. Like, like I said, when I would go to Blockbuster, I would keep a game for like a week or the five days or whatever it is you got, and I would beat it, and it was easy for the most part. And then you play them now, and you're like. I can't get past like the third level. <laughs> right. Like how the hell was, you know, eight year old me able to do this, but 30 year old me can't. Right. Yeah. I'd say my Got favorite, it. uh, like retro game, I guess genre was, I mean, I started with the RPGs and I liked them because they, they took longer to, to go through the game and everything. And I guess your decisions affected the gameplay more. I think RPGs, right. even to this day, have always been my favorite. But the the platform games, yeah, are definitely almost tied with that. Yeah. yeah I think nowadays my favorite game would probably be, or favorite type of game would be like third-person shooters, third-person action games. Yeah. I See, for me, I don't like shooters. And every once in a while I'd hop on like a Call of Duty or something, but... 
I don't know. It just seems so repetitive. Like you spawn, shoot a bunch of people, die, repeat. I mean, I don't know. Well, I like games that are kind of like that. Like um, I remember you had played uh, Diablo three when it came out, and you know I remember you liking it, but you were like, "Oh, it's just not the same yeah. as the first two. Whereas Diablo three was actually my favorite because to me it was just so much more grindy than the other games. You know, it was just so repetitive and grindy, and I, I like the grind. Yeah, I mean, it's a good time time killer, and and then you know when you when you get to the end or or pass a hard boss or something, it feels more rewarding because you spent so much time on it. Um, yeah. the, uh, I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, so when we refer to retro, I think of games from like Atari to like PlayStation one. Um, that's what I consider retro. But if you think about it, like the Xbox one came out in 2001 or not the Xbox one, but the first Xbox Came out in 2001. Yeah. That's 20 years ago. You know, you call a car a yeah. classic when it's 20 years old. So it's like, really, right. are we referring to even PlayStation 2 and Xbox games as retro? I mean, I would I would classify PS2 games as retro because I think the PS2 came out around the same time as the Xbox 2001, one, right? yeah. Yeah, so or, sorry, I, mean, I would think PS2. Yeah, and it's I mean either way, I mean, it's weird it's because <laughs> when I think PlayStation Two, I don't no game really pops up to mind. Like it seems like PS Two is I don't know. I have, I have more point. memories with one, the PlayStation One, and the Four. <laughs> yeah, well, with me, like I kind of came into games late in life. You know, I mean, the only reason, like, I remember the the you know gaming with you as a kid, but you know there was a good period of time where you know we weren't really in each other's lives, so the i didn't really get into gaming until i was in high school and i started playing on your old nintendo 64 your old dreamcast stuff like that so whereas these games were these games and consoles were already starting to become old school i was just getting into them so you know i played the hell out of the n64 the dreamcast the ps2 i played all that stuff for a long long time until after i graduated high school yeah, that's true. I'm, I remember I kind of left those old consoles to you because when I had moved away for a few years, like I had moved on to um, Sega. I got my Genesis when I was probably uh, probably 10, and then I played on that for a while, and then when I moved back, um, I played on that and I think went back to Super Nintendo for a while. And I just kind of stayed on that until the PlayStation came out, and then it was it was game over for me then. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was I was nineteen uh, the first time I played a next gen console. So I was nineteen when I bought my first Xbox three hundred and sixty, and the very first game that I played on it was Call of Duty um, Black Ops, and I, I was terrible at it. I mean, playing all the games for the sixty four and the Dreamcast, like none of those were shooters. It's a huge difference. So. Yeah, I was like shooting at the sky and the fucking ground and stuff. I was killing my teammates. Like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> but after about six, eight months of just playing every single day, like I finally got good at, you know, first person shooters. So that's, I think that's why I tend to gravitate more towards shooters. Yeah. And I mean, what kind of games do you play now? Because I see, like, you um, play the Switch a lot. Yeah, I do. I, I really love the Switch. I have an Xbox One, but I mean, not a lot of people I know have 
Xbox, so I don't really play it. I like to play multiplayer games. Um, right now I'm playing this one on the Switch called Knockout City, which is like this insane like dodgeball game. It's actually available on all platforms, for those listening. Um, it's a great game, um, and those are the kinds of games that I like. I like multiplayer games, and I like third person. It doesn't necessarily have to be a shooter. It could be like action RPG or something like that. But I really kind of got, I guess, tired of the first person aspect of everything. Because um, you know how much I played Skyrim. I think I put like 1,500 hours into Skyrim. Did you have like, like 300 I... plus hours on Monster Hunter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I like games like, like that. I like fast-paced. Yeah, fast-paced like action games. Like I really love that. Um, I, I play shooters from time to time. I think my most played game on the Switch is uh, Fortnite, which <laughs> is embarrassing to say, but that's just because so many people I know play it. Yeah. It's one of those things where like, some games you don't really care for them, but everybody else you know plays them. So you're like, I guess I'll hop in and play. Yeah, I mean, I've always always been one for like a community aspect of everything. Yeah. So if something's got a community behind it, like I definitely want to be part of it. And so, you know, I mean, a couple of years ago, if you would have said, hey, man, you're going to end up playing Fortnite like crazy, I'd have laughed at you. <laughs> but so many people play it, you know, sometimes I'll just log in and just bullshit with people for two to three hours, you know, without even playing a game just because that's where all my friends are, you know? Yeah. It, so like me, I could never get into Fortnite and my son, he can kick my ass at Fortnite. He hopped on there and was like, yeah, you just build this and then you hop in here and you shoot this guy like here. I'm like, dude, when I hop in Fortnite, I last five minutes if I'm lucky. Like, I <laughs> suck at that game. <laughs> And I don't know if it's yeah, just because I'm getting older and, like, my reaction time is slowing down or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just the um, – just what we're what we're used to because, you know, when me and you think of – you know, we think of shooter, you know, all we can think of is Battlefield, Call of Duty, things like that. And then you take Fortnite and, A, it's a third person, and, B, now you're, like, building these crazy builds and stuff. Like, it's just – for people like us, I think it's just too much, whereas – kids coming into that you know it's real easy for them to pick up and learn yeah our, like our gaming brain is built a certain way a lot different than right like kids these days yeah like my son i mean he's almost eight now and he's been playing Fortnite since he was three years old and i remember when he first started he was oh the worst thing i've ever seen and now like i hate playing in creative with him because he'll just mow me down yeah like they they absorb that so much quicker it's like when we were kids playing games we picked them up really quick. Like we figured out the patterns, the things, the little, you know, secret things. That's how we yep. got through those games. And then that's what kids these days do now with the modern games. And then we try to play them and like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I, I play today a lot of RPGs still, but lately I've just really big, been really big into space sims. So I've been playing elite dangerous um, oh, that's such a good game. Oh, dude. Like, <laughs> I mean, you got to put some serious money into it to really enjoy it. And, and by putting money into it, I don't mean into the game, but into like, so like I have a HOTAS, which is a hand on throttle and stick. So I have the throttle controller on one side and like a joystick on the other. And then I'm working on getting pedals for my feet. And I have, you know, three monitors. Like, it's all this immersion thing. And it all is just a space simulator. There really is no point to it. And, you know, you can you can be a miner. You can you can take passengers around on a sightseeing tour. You can be a pirate. Right. You can... All kinds of shit. But there's, like... It reminds me of, like... I don't know if you ever played... It was a PC game back in the day. It was um, Star Wars Galaxies. 
it reminds me exactly of that, but it's just more expansive. Like there was just so many different things you could do and you could switch it up whenever you wanted yeah. to. And that's, that's what's great about it is I can, I can be a pirate and then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go hang out with some people and listen to music and bullshit and I can just hop in my mining ship and go out and blast, you know, asteroids and stuff. And it sounds really boring, but it's like the most relaxing and in-depth game I've ever played. So yeah, I've been playing that and I have it on PS4, but it's just, it's not the same. Like th- no, there's some games you, you have to play PC, yeah. but that's, that's what I've been playing a lot of. And then. So I have one of those those retro handheld things. It's called a Pie Boy, and so I have a an epic shit ton of ROMs on this thing, and so I can play, you know, um, Nintendo, Game Boy, Super Nintendo, all these games, all on this one handheld. So I've been playing through Final Fantasy IV right now, and I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan. Every Final Fantasy game I've played, except for four, I. I found out I don't think I've ever played through four all the way, so I've been playing that a lot. Yeah, I played. Um, I, I never really got into Final Fantasy on the PlayStation, but uh, they released Final Fantasy on. Uh, it was Final Fantasy one, two, and three on um, Game Boy Advance. Yeah, and I remember the first time I played that, I was just like, "Fuck, I've really been missing out like for all these years." Like this is such, it was such a good game, and they like kind of remastered the graphics a little bit, so it was it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, so like the old versions, the original one, two, and three, like they're good. Don't get me wrong, they're good. They're they're what set the foundation for Final Fantasy and a, and a lot of RPGs and stuff. But the remastered ones, they fixed a lot of like just really annoying bugs and things. And yeah. uh, we'll we'll get into that in, in later episodes. Um. But so, so what we're really planning to do with this podcast is just kind of go back and forth on old school retro video games, and uh, you know, we'll we'll either thumbs up on the game or you know shit on the game. We don't we don't really know until we get there. And um, we got some future plans for the podcast. We we plan to maybe have some some guest hosts from other popular podcasts. I've been speaking with some of them, and. Um, yeah, that's kind of really where we'll go. So why do you still like playing retro games versus playing like more modern games? Um, I like playing the retro games because it pre- it presents me with more of a challenge. You know, with, with today's games, they're so open and expansive. Like there's there's usually multiple ways you can do one task. Whereas in retro games, there's only one way and you have to be really precise with that way in order to complete the task with most retro games, especially like platformers like Contra and uh, Altered Beast. Like there's only really one way to do it. And if you don't figure that out, well, you're fucking, (laughs) you're fucking screwed. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, like I was saying earlier, the, the older games weren't as forgiving as like newer ones, newer ones. There's so many more bugs and glitches and exploits that you can use to get around like, Right. You know, like if, uh, like in a shooter game, you can hide behind something just to a point where you can keep shooting, shooting the enemy, and they won't figure out where you're at. You know, in an right. old retro game, they already know. And right. I, I like the old retro games because it's something you can usually pick up and play through in an hour or two, for the the most part, and you can get through the game. And um, so, if you want something quick to play, like retro games are the way to go versus some of the more modern games where you're like, well, I'm going to have to spend at least a week yeah, on this at least game. Two hours, yeah, at least two hours a day, you know? Yeah. 
And it's, it sucks too. Cause like, you know, I mean, with most retro games, you know, you get to a certain level and you know, once you're at that level, you die a couple times. Like, all right, well, I'm going to come back to this later. Whereas in today's games, like, yeah, you can stop pretty much anytime you want, but the games are so like, there's usually so much to them. You're like, Oh, well, I still got to get this done. I got to do this. I got to go grind yeah. for that, you know? And then, you know, before you know it, you're compl- trying to complete like five things at once. And then you've got to go do something like, well, now you just wasted all that time. Yeah. The time management so, for new games, <laughs> you have to like a lot of time. Okay. I need to get these side quests done so I can complete the main quest. But the side quest has side quests. And then like, Oh shit, it's yeah. been six months and I, you know, or if you put them down because there's so much to do, you forget where you were at. You forget what to do, and you're like, "Well, I guess I'll start over again." Right. You know, the old games, it's pretty pretty straightforward for most of them. But that's, that, I don't know. Retro games, they're more nostalgic to me. I mean, like I said, I'm six years older than you. I had a lot more time to play older games, and I don't know. It just reminds me of my childhood more in a more simpler time, I guess. Right, yeah. Whereas me, I'm just like, man, I really need something to kick my ass. <laughs> yeah. So I just play. <laughs> but then, like, I'll sit down. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna play an old game, and I'll just hit a random game. And like, yep, I'm gonna try this one. And ninety percent of them suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck were they thinking when they made yeah. these games? Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I feel like that's the same way with like, um, or the, with with a lot of retro games, like. You know, when when I think back on retro games, I think of oh man, you got you got Tetris, you got Contra, you got Altered Beast, you got you know I can list a bunch of games that were just so great. But there was actually like thousands and thousands of games that just never made the cut because they're just fucking terrible. <laughs> well, look at ET. Wasn't that made in like five weeks or something for the Atari? <laughs> yeah, and then you remember playing the uh, the uh, oh, what the fuck. Uh, Jurassic Park for the Super Nintendo. I actually liked that that game. I thought that was a great game. It's hard as shit. I know you played it all the time. <laughs> or do you remember Mutant League Football? Oh yeah, I actually uh, downloaded that for the Xbox One. Played that for a little bit. Wait, they remade it? Yeah, they remade it. No, it's way. intense now. Yeah. Oh man, I think, yeah, I think it's on the PS4 too. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that out. So I remember playing Mutant League Football on it was a Sega Genesis, and it's it's like playing Madden 95 or 94 or whatever it is back then. But you have these aliens and each race of alien has different abilities. And there's like hazards on the the football field, like explosive, like mines. There's holes you can fall off the planet. Like you can call audibles and, and kill the ref so that you can just do whatever you want. Like it's a yeah. great game. <laughs> and then now they have like um, like each different character type like has like special abilities and stuff too so i'm gonna have to try and pick that up i loved that game it was so stupid but it was fun yeah it wasn't it was like a bunch of goblins like you you had like your teams of like goblins and orcs and stuff like yeah and you're just yeah i liked the one aliens they had that like the razors down their back and they can spin and saw other people yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. or you could fart and blow people up (laughs) Those are... Man, games are so awesome back then. I mean, I remember playing. Uh, they just released um, uh, the old Duke Nukem on the Switch, so you can play like the old version of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was playing it. And I, I loved the hell out of that game. Dude. I was playing it, and even today, like I was still finding myself laughing at some of the parts because they're just so stupid. And 
like it's so crazy how games like that get shit on you know nowadays they're just like oh this game's trash i'm like what this is quality gaming man right? <laughs> duke nukem man like duke nukem 64 was probably one of my favorite yeah and like every time i've tried playing it on an emulator or anything just nothing can play it right it's just so laggy and oh. i have a it's 64 almost, though i should find that game yeah it's almost like uh like whenever um CD players were invented, and like our grandparents were like, "Oh, that sounds like shit. You should listen to this old eight-track player," you know. <laughs> and then we're just like, "Oh, that sounds terrible." Like I feel like that's kind of how it is with us with retro games and like the newer generation. Like, like yeah. oh man, Nintendo games were terrible. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's because their standard was set by modern right. things, and then you go, you know, to the old the old technology, and they're like, "This is this is garbage." Right, but then but, again, like if you if you like if you were to ask my parent, like like my dad and your or, and our mom, like like what their idea of retro gaming is, like they'd probably say like, oh, Space Invaders, Centipede, things like that, like yeah. really old games. Like, I mean, while that is retro, like that's not what I think of. Like my standard was set by like the Super Nintendo, so the old school Mortal Kombat yeah. and Paperboy and all that stuff, you know. Well, I didn't play those old Atari games until I was probably... Oh, dude, I was like 18. <laughs> I was I was probably the uh, 13 or so, but because I started with Nintendo and then moved on to Super Nintendo and, and such, and then I found out, I was like, oh, wait, Nintendo wasn't the first one. Nope. Like, there's things like Atari, and you got the the 800, the 2600, the, you know, there's so many other consoles that came out before Nintendo, mm-hmm. so then I found them and then started playing those, and I was like, yeah, these are shit. <laughs> One console that like I feel never gets enough credit because it was so amazing for its time. Because people always give Nintendo the uh, you know the the credit for having the first like good handheld you know consoles, and everybody forgets that there was a console called the Lynx. Is either Lynx or Lynxis or something like that? And is the Atari yeah, Lynx? That's what it was. And Atari had a handheld. Yeah, they had a handheld before Nintendo really took off. You know. <laughs> yeah. Like you think Game Boy was the first handheld, yeah, but it wasn't. And it's like no, like I mean, even around, I think it was around the time of Game and Watch or a little bit before. That's when Atari was like, we should make a mobile version of our, you know, people can take our shit games on the go. Well, and I remember there was a time <laughs> where they were putting some of the some of the other games that were on the Super Nintendo on this Link system. Because I remember playing Mortal Kombat on the Link system, and yeah, it worked great. So it's like they backported yeah. it in a way they're like well this is a modern game but the links is still relevant so let's port it back yeah. and make it work the, i haven't played that version but i can imagine just how how shitty it is <laughs> <laughs> it's probably really it's bad because the other day i was like you know i haven't played mortal kombat for the super nintendo i was like i got an emulator i'll try it out i download it man i was playing and i was like man i can't even no this ain't working yeah, it, it, some some games I just can't play the old versions of. The new ones are the way to go. Like Mortal Kombat 11, you got to play that. Right, just don't play it on the Switch. All the other ones are just terrible. No, PS4, <laughs> man. And like, okay, let's talk about the PS5. What the fuck? <laughs> so, okay, so on Twitter and everything, every day I see all these posts from PlayStation. They're like, oh... You know, check this out. This is how you you configure your console to do this, or check out this new controller mod, or blah blah blah. I'm like, 
you guys should put less money in advertising and more into console production because I'm not paying some asshole $1,200 on eBay for a console that's $500. Like, you're high. Or (laughs) I just, and I want a PS5. Or maybe just, you know, spend some money on security, account security, so that way people don't get hacked every two weeks. You know? Yeah. I mean, it it sucks because there's really nothing great out for PS5 yet, but it's coming. It's in the pipeline, but it's getting to the point where you have to have a PS5, but you can't get the damn things. Right. You know? And you know what's, you know what's really, really shitty? My son has a PS5. Really? Yeah. Let that sink in for a minute. Jeez. He's got a PS5, and I don't. Yeah, the, apparently they knew somebody that worked in some warehouse, and as soon as they came in, he set one aside. I'm not salty. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, every time he comes over, I'm like, hey, bring your PlayStation 5. <laughs> and he's like, no, my stepdad won't let me bring it. I'm like, I don't really care. <laughs> Tell him I'll beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> bring that fucking thing. <laughs> I still haven't played it. Yeah. But eventually, like, I have the money set aside, so the second I find one, I'm going to buy it. But I don't wanna I don't wanna have to like sit in line or watch a website and keep hitting refresh. I wanna be able to walk into the store, there's one, I pick it up right. and buy it. That's when I'm gonna buy one. Because that's how I've always bought every console in the past. So that's I'm just gonna keep that going. Like if I buy one, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna play some PS4 games right, on exactly. it. Exactly. You know, like the only thing I really want it for right now is because Final Fantasy VII Remake, like the part two or whatever, the next ex- expansion or chapter, whatever you want to call it, is coming out on PS5 only. Yeah. So I'm like, well, fuck, my favorite game of all time. I can't even play it. Yeah. <laughs> so, come on, Sony. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of just happy with my Switch. I know a lot of people, you know, talk shit on the Switch and diss on it. But, I mean, all around, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good console. I mean, they've got some really good games for it. Um, they're working with Microsoft to get, um, rumor has it, that they're trying to get uh, Game Pass on there and stuff so you can cloud stream Xbox games. So that'll be sweet. Yeah. Really? And, you know, they have, like, some of the newer games, like Control. Like, I played Control on my Xbox One, and it, like, like my Xbox sounds like it's going to explode. But I can play the <laughs> exact same game on Nintendo Switch through the cloud streaming and runs just fine. So, I mean, obviously it's huh. 720p instead of 1080p, but... Yeah, but you still get to play it, though. Yeah, you still get to play it. It's the same game. The graphics still look amazing, and it performs well. And they did the same thing with Hitman 3, too. So Nice. That's what I like about Nintendos, because they're not really in competition with anybody. Right. Like, Nintendo's always done their own weird thing. They're always like the... Uh, I don't They're like the, the apple of the gaming world. Like, yeah, our... We have our own little ecosystem over here. We're not competing with PlayStation or Xbox, so we're open to get stuff from both of them because we're not right. really taking customers away. Nobody, nobody out there is going to be like, "Well, I'd, you know, there's like the Xbox versus PlayStation like war constantly." Right. And you never hear that one guy in the back is like, "Yeah, Nintendo Switch." Yeah, like, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> like a Switch is a thing you have in addition to right. one of those other ones, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, I mean, because the Switch is starting to get kind of dated slowly. So, I don't know. 
Are they going to be working on something new, or they're well, just going to keep? Um, next next month is E3, which is going to be the first E3 in two years because of coronavirus. It's um, going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be so good. But supposedly there are rumors that Nintendo is going to be um, revealing their new Switch console. Um, people keep calling it the Switch Pro, uh, but there's like this leaker out there who's like he's leaked out some stuff that ended up actually being real. Um, so he has a lot of credit and he says that it's not going to be called the switch pro. It's actually going to be called the super Nintendo switch. So what? yeah, super switch. <laughs> I just thought it was cool because you had the Nintendo and then the super Nintendo. Now you have the Nintendo switch and the super. So Nintendo it's like they're switch. starting over. Yeah. Which I thought it was, was like really modern. cool. That and is cool. They're, they're talking about it being, you know, full 1080p resolution. Um, they released a design for it, but, um, they didn't really talk, you know, about the console itself. So hopefully we'll learn a lot more at E3. And if this is all true and they do come up with, come out with this new console at the end of this year, beginning of next year, then it's really going to change the game, the whole gaming community. Yeah. I'm pretty excited for E3 because we've had a couple of years of, of, development from all these companies and things and they're like well we can't really show it off because there's no e3 and so now they're like well here's all the stuff we've been doing the past few years now right so it's either gonna be epic or it's gonna just completely suck it's gonna be terrible <laughs> that's what i worried about <laughs> to be like, I keep we got a game <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah i'm excited for it and, and then also too on the on the whole restro side of restro Retro side, <laughs> um, the whole retro side of everything, because um, Nintendo Switch has a thing uh, for those who don't know, where uh, if you have a Nintendo Switch, you can actually play old Nintendo and Super Nintendo games for free as long as you have their Nintendo Online service, which is super cheap. Um, yeah, and they're always adding stuff to it too. Yeah, they're always adding new games, and apparently there's rumor too that they're going to be adding Game Boy Advance games to that which I'm super excited for because I played the fuck out of Game Boy Advance console. I literally had a Game Boy Advance and like two or three Game Boy Advance SPs. Like I played the yeah. shit out of Game Boy Advance games. So it'll be cool to be able to play like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, um, the Advanced Pokemon games maybe, and uh, maybe even some uh, Golden Sun. Nice. Ooh. I haven't played that in a long time. You know, I've been getting into Pokemon again lately. I haven't touched it on the Switch in a long time. I, I know there's there's been an expansion or something since it released, right? Yeah, there's two DLCs, and I want to take this opportunity. like To all the people out there who love Pokemon but have hated on Pokemon Sword and Shield, shame on you. Like, How can you call yourself a Pokemon fan and not absolutely love Pokemon Sword and Shield for what it is? I mean, it's like playing the anime. Like, I just thought it was just so neat to be able to see... Yeah, it wasn't as open world as everybody thought it was going to be. And yes, not every single Pokemon is in there. But there's like, I think they have like 600 Pokemon in the game. 600 plus Pokemon in the game. And yeah. like, it's amazing. Yeah, we, like, we started with 151. <laughs> yeah, and the, the little Pokemon were little tiny fucking 16-bit little icons. And, <laughs> yeah. and now, like, I get to see it in three-dimensional high def. Like, it was amazing. Like, I still... Pokemon Sword and Shield is still one of my favorite Pokemon games of all time. And, you know, I think that's my second most played game on the Switch, Pokemon Shield. And I I fucking love it, man. I, I still play it to this day. Yeah, the only Pokemon I've really been playing lately is just Pokemon Go. Yeah. And that's mainly because my other time I have to play games, I've been playing other stuff. 
but at least I'm still playing Pokemon in a sense. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's still fun. Like, I play. I remember playing Pokemon when it first came out. You had red and blue. Mm-hmm. And, and yellow. I had red, and I had a friend with blue, and it just took off from there. I mean, look at this. Like, Pokemon came out back in... What, 95? 96? Oh, Something like that, yeah. A long time ago. And yet, here we are in our 30s, and we're still playing it. Like, right. it's like they... They made all the new Pokemon games for us. Yeah. You know, like, there's stuff that new, younger people can enjoy, but they're really making it for us, you know? Yeah. Because they know that, like, we still play. Because <laughs> we're all a bunch of I'm... fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing that I'm excited for um, is at E3, they're supposed to be uh, announcing some more information about the newest Pokemon game coming out uh, called Pokemon Legends, I believe. And it's supposed to be, like, the first, like, official open-world Pokemon game. At least that's the way they made it sound. But it's, like, a prequel to all the Pokemon games. It's, like, the beginning of Pokemon trainers and stuff like that. It looks really amazing. That's really cool. All right, so I guess this, uh, we can wrap this one up. And, uh, yeah, you got anything else you want to add in here? Uh, no, just uh, to everybody listening, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it, and we will see you in the next episode. All right, see you guys later.